The Dallas Stars have finally done it, folks. They have notched their first regulation win of the regular season. On today's episode, we'll go into a full breakdown of Saturday night's game against the Philadelphia Flyers, hear from some of the players and Coach Bonus in their postgame pressers, talking about everything that happened in Saturday's game. All of this coming up on a Monday edition of Locked on Stars. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, and you are Locked On, the Dallas Stars. And like I said at the top of the show, the stars have done it, folks. They have done what has seemingly, um, you know, been impossible and what has been eluding them so far this season. And that is to notch a regulation win. And they did it in pretty dominating fashion, five to two over the Philadelphia Flyers. You can call it four to two if you want uh, the last goal coming uh, via Radic Foxa on an empty netter. But nice nonetheless to see Dallas win a game that they pretty much dominated and had the lead for. Um, you know, once they took their 1-0 lead, they never surrendered the lead. And so uh, it feels really good um, as someone who's been watching every single game this season and uh, seeing, you know, some pretty bad hockey um, through the first several games. But now um, maybe we're starting to see this team turn a new corner, turn a new uh, leaf. That's the term, right? Um, maybe, maybe not. But nonetheless, very exciting to see Dallas in the win column in regulation, getting two crucial points against the Flyers on Saturday night. And today's episode, we're going to break down that game entirely. Um, we'll listen to some audio from the postgame press conferences that featured uh, Coach Rick Bonus, Anton Hudobin, uh, Joe Pavelski, and Rupe Hintz. But before we do all that, I want to take a moment and say thank you um, for listening to today's episode of Lockdown Stars. Whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener, thank you for stopping by. It truly means a lot to me. Be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast at, whether that's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or on YouTube as well. You can subscribe on YouTube. It is absolutely free to subscribe and follow the show anywhere you want. Be sure to leave a review if you like what you hear. Um, it truly does help me out a ton. That means a lot. Um, and yeah, let's jump right into uh, the the takeaways from this game. Um, you know, I, I think the biggest takeaway that you kind of have to look at um, if you were at the game or watched the game on TV um, was Dallas's offense and the way that they crashed the net. Um, I think that that is truly what gave them the key to this victory and what gave them many of their scoring opportunities and eventually, uh, you know, gave them the goals that they did score. Um, and so let's go ahead and take a listen to what Coach Bonus had to say uh, about the offense crashing the net. Well, you look, I mean, look at Rupe. He's had more breakaways and more goal posts and more crossbars than anybody. And the last two goals, he's tapped them in on the crease. So um, it shows you need you, you got to get those greasy goals, but you got to get in there. We've been in there before and didn't score. Um, I remember three, at least three that we had guys in the crease with wide open heads and they still pushed it wide. So, hey, listen, the puck went in tonight. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think like Coach said, you know, you've had guys like Rupe who have, uh, you know, found a lot of misfortune when it comes to, um, you know, being productive on offense, whether that's hitting the crossbar or shooting the puck wide. Um, you know, this team has struggled to come through more often than not on the offensive end. And tonight we saw the puck go in. 
um, more often than not. It, it feels like on a lot of Dallas's scoring opportunities. So that was super, super nice to see. Um, you know, I think Coach Bonus has to be happy with what he saw as far as production from his offense, um, just the way that they attacked the net. Um, they weren't just chunking the puck puck into the offensive zone and trying to chase it or play catch up with it, um, which is something I feel like that they've been doing throughout this season. And it's been kind of frustrating to watch, as I know many of you relate to that as well. Um, but it felt like a nice change of pace. You know, it felt like even when the Stars weren't scoring, there were a lot of opportunities that they you know, were really close. And maybe, um, you know, if they were to repeat that entire sequence again. Um, you see the puck go in the net some different times. So a, a nice step forward, um, though the offense is not perfected yet by any means, a nice step forward um, from where the Stars have been previously, especially over the past few weeks. Um, and, and Rupe Hintz, uh, Coach Bonus talked about him, you know, being one of the more unlucky guys on the roster. Um, he continues to stay hot, um, if that's even what you want to call it. He's now on a two-game uh, goal-scoring streak. He found the net once again, probably – the biggest goal of the night, I would say it gave Dallas a two zero lead in the second period. Um, you know, his second goal of the season, like I said, after Wednesday's game against Nashville, um, you know, I think it was huge for him to get that goal that he got against the Predators man, because now he's able to build off of that and use that momentum to propel him forward. Um, and he did that. He played very, very well on Saturday against the Flyers, um, obviously scored a goal, gave Dallas a two to zero advantage, which was huge to, you know, not only pad the lead but you know dallas just hasn't had very many leads and when they have uh they haven't been big leads and so it was really really nice to see him come through um you know in that moment absolutely huge um and rupe you know like i said had a really good night also assisted on joe pavelski's power play goal in the third period that put dallas up four to one um and let's take a listen to what rupe had to say in his post game at press conference about that goal i just kind of tried tried to get it there i guess oh, oh uh there you go I was coming like to me, so I think if I just lay it there, there's at least one of our guys. So and and that came and it was right on his his head. Yeah, uh, you know, Rupe pretty quick with his answer there. But I think, um, you know, what he said is really important is that he basically was, you know, he didn't really know the question uh, that was asked before he gave that response was, you know, did he know um, in that moment on the fast break on the power play? Um, did Rupe know that Joe Pavelski was going to be there to kind of pick up the flick of the puck that Rupe, you know, threw backwards after he had shot, got his own rebound? Um, and he really said, no, he didn't know Joe Pavelski was going to be there, but he he was trusting um, that in that moment, since, you know, his opportunity at a shot was kind of taken away from him um, by the goalie, that he just kind of threw the puck back and put it in a position where he was hoping a teammate would be trailing. Um, and, you know, he put it in the perfect spot for Pavelski to put the puck in the net. And, and again, it ended up, you know, paying dividends for the stars, putting them up by three goals um, in the third period on the power play. So again, the power play continues to stay hot, which has been the case for, for several games now. Uh, but I, I think that's going to be a huge point of emphasis for the stars team going forward. It's just trusting one another, trusting everyone on the team to make the right plays. Um, you know, Rupe didn't know that Pavelski or anyone was going to be there when he flicked that puck backwards. Um, but I think that was the smart play after his shot was blocked. The goalie is obviously very, very focused on Rupe and watching everything he does. So the probability of Rupe getting another shot by him um, is pretty slim, as talented as Rupe is, just with the goalie having his full attention there. Um, but Rupe notices that, notices that. I, I added an extra syllable to notice. That's nice. That's amazing. Uh, but he flicks the puck back. Um, Pavelski's there. Pavelski, you know, veteran that he is, is in the position to, you know, put the puck in the back of the net, helps his team out a ton. So that's going to be a huge point of emphasis for the Dallas Stars going forward, um, as should just be crashing the net in general. Because as we saw from Saturday night's game, good things happen when you crash the net and don't just chase the puck into the offensive zone.
Coming up next, we'll talk a little bit about some of the things that the Dallas Stars can continue to improve because, as I said, as fun as this game was to watch on Saturday, um, it was far from perfect, and this team has you know, still not reached the top of their game, I don't think, even though I feel like they played a full 60 minutes, uh, probably the best game that we've seen overall from them this season. Still a lot of work to do. Um, still some things that need to be improved. But before we jump into all that, I want to take a moment and say thank you to one of the sponsors of today's episode, and that is DirecTV. Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get the entertainment that you love, the hassle, and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means that no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Jumping into the next segment of today's episode of Locked on Stars, your first listen of the day. I want to take a moment and just talk about some of the things. Um, I guess you can call them negative points or bad things that happened on Saturday's game against the Philadelphia Flyers. Things that the Dallas Stars you know, can continue to improve on um, and fix before their next matchup on Tuesday against the Detroit Red Wings. Um, and the first of those being penalties. Uh, penalties continued to be an issue on Saturday. Dallas recorded eight penalty minutes. Um, thankfully, they only surrendered one power play goal in the third period. Uh, and, you know, uh, with how many times they were on the penalty kill, um, it felt like only a matter of time before Dallas was going to give up a goal um, to Philadelphia's power play. Because like I said, uh, you know, in Friday's preview, Philadelphia has a lot of really talented players that can score the puck. Um, and so it felt like only a matter of time. Philadelphia, despite only having one power play goal, had some really, really nice, you know, two minute stretches on the power play. Um, Dallas's penalty kill was definitely playing bend, but don't break up until the last power play sequence, obviously, where Philadelphia finds the back of the net. Um, but again, thankfully, it didn't cost Dallas the game and it didn't really put them in a position to lose. But it very well could have if their offense wasn't clicking like it was. Um, because we've seen Dallas commit too many penalties, put themselves in a hole that way, um, and we see the team suffer as a result. Um, and so just something that Dallas needs to be more mindful of, as we've talked about several times on this show, um, I feel like I'm beating a dead horse at times, but this team is is too old in terms of just the amount of guys that they have that have been in the league for a long time, veteran guys, these guys know better. One of the penalties was a delay of game penalty in the faceoff circle, just dumb things like that. You just can't have that. Uh, again, thankfully, the offense was in rhythm tonight. Um, and it, it didn't play too much of a factor. I feel like I would be harping on this more had the Dallas Stars lost or maybe, you know, had the game been a little closer by the end. Um, so thankfully, not something that was detrimental to the star success on Saturday, but something certainly that still needs to be worked on and addressed um, if Dallas wants to seriously be contending for a playoff spot come springtime. Uh, I, I think um, I don't know if this is necessarily a complaint or something that can be worked on, just something that I, I think, you know, Anton Hudobin one played. The, his best game of the season, probably the best performance we've seen from any goalie on this team, whether Hugh Dobin or Holtzby um, in the crease on Saturday. Um, I, I feel confident in saying that. I don't think anyone would dispute that if they watch the game and if they've watched the other games that the Stars have played so far this season. Um, but I will say, you know, it was his best performance in the power play goal that was scored. Credit to Philadelphia on that. But man, that first goal that went in, uh, I can't remember now who was credited for the goal. It was unassisted. Um, it's so unfortunate. It was such a fluke of a goal. I'm so sad that Hugh Dobin couldn't really only have allowed one goal. Luke Glendinning accidentally kind of punched the puck in with his fist on the ground in a scramble for the puck. 
Um, but a nice part of that, though, even though this is kind of a segment of things to work on, um, it was really, really nice and really encouraging to see the Dallas Stars respond uh, to that giving up that goal. Kind of an unfortunate goal that Philadelphia, um, it seems that they were starting to maybe grab some momentum in the second period. Uh, to keep you know pushing themselves forward to make the game a little more interesting. But less than a minute later, um, the Dallas Stars come down and Tyler Sagan puts the puck in the back of the net. Uh, and so huge, huge moment for the Stars to respond the way that they did, something that they've kind of struggled to do this season whenever they've faced a little bit of adversity like that um, or giving up a goal or a goal that you know could have been prevented, um, a goal that you know could potentially give the opposing team momentum going into the rest of the game that can change the outcome of the game. Um, but Dallas, you know, took it in stride. You know, they acknowledged that they made the mistake. They came out, they responded and instantly gave themselves a two gold cushion once again. Um, and, and the crowd absolutely loved it. Um, the building in general was absolutely electric on Saturday. It was announced as a sellout crowd um, to us in the press box, uh, you know, over 18,000 people in the arena. Um, the crowd was absolutely buzzing. And I think that was a huge contributor um, to Dallas's success on Saturday. Another thing that I didn't necessarily like um, was kind of in the first period. Dallas was severely outshot. Um, I don't remember how many shots they had. I want to say it was less than 10 or around 10, where Philadelphia had 19 shots on goal in the first period alone. Thankfully, uh, Anton Hudobin, you know, he was put in some tough spots, but thankfully he was playing um, similar to how he played back in the Edmonton bubble in fall 2020. Um, and he was playing out of his mind. Uh, I think, you know, I was on Twitter talking about how he was dialed in. Anton Hudobin had his cell phone out and was talking on the phone because that man was dialed in um, and really kept the stars in the game in the early stretches. Obviously, um, we had a goal in the first period from the stars via a John Klingberg shot that bounced off Luke Glenn Denning. But other than that, Philadelphia kind of outplayed the stars in the first period. Uh, just, yeah, more shots on net. They seem to be a little bit more of the aggressors in the first period. There were times where the period felt evenly matched, but for the most part, up until that Glenn Denning goal and maybe even a little bit after, it felt like Philadelphia was just kind of doing whatever they wanted and they were having their way against the stars. Thankfully though, Anton Hudobin was making a lot of huge plays in the net um, and kind of kept the, the game from getting out of hand because it very well could have, um, you know, if he had not been as dialed in as he was. Riley Tufty um, also made his NHL debut, um, which is super exciting. Youngster um, from Minnesota gets the call up in the wake of guys like Como and Caro leaving the roster. Um, it was just kind of sad because he didn't get to play very much. Um, and, you know, I don't know if that's something that many fans were noticing or disappointed in because obviously he is a rookie. He wasn't expected to come in and just put up monster numbers in his first game, uh, but not a whole lot of time on ice. Um, but it was kind of weird. And, and thankfully, Rick Bonus um, in his press game, uh, post game at press conference was able to clear up the air a little bit on uh, why we didn't see a whole lot of Riley, Riley Tufty in Saturday's game. So here's Rick Bonus on that. I just couldn't get him in the floor of the game because of the penalties. And every time he was up, um, and Faxing and, and Luke kill all the penalties, so you got to give them a breather. So Riley was fine. I had no issues with Riley whatsoever. It was just because of the penalties and the timing of the penalties. And again, Luke and uh, you know and Faxing with there all the penalty kills. So I just couldn't get that line into a regular rotation of the flow of the game. So yeah, like Rick Bonus said, um, and I guess this kind of loops back around to the first point of this segment, um, it's just penalties. Uh, penalties kind of prevented Riley Tufty from seeing substantial minutes on the ice because like Rick Bonus said, guys like Luke Glendon and Roddick Fox uh, are going to be your guys out there on the penalty kill. So just due to the timing of the penalties and the amount of penalties that Dallas was committing, it was hard to get Tufty out on the ice 
you know, in the right time with the guys that he needed to be playing with for his first game. So it was exciting to see him, you know, take his rookie lap around the ice in front of the hometown fans. Um, kind of sad that he didn't get to play too many minutes. Hopefully we'll see a little bit more of him on Tuesday night. If Dallas can stay out of the penalty box a little more effectively, um, cause I, I think he has a lot of potential, I don't, you know, and even Jacob Peterson, I'm excited to see him back on the NHL team Two young guys, um, that if anything, this is going to be great experience for them. Um, even if they're not going to put up, you know, these crazy numbers like Jason Robertson, rookie year numbers, uh, you know, it's going to be good experience for them going forward. Kind of like Jake Gottinger last year, getting to play on the NHL roster, um, just because of shorthandedness on the team. I think that that was huge for Jake Gottinger's development. Um, and, and maybe, you know, we'll see Peterson and Tufty continue to develop and they'll put up some big numbers, you know, maybe come springtime or maybe a little bit after the Olympic break, uh, you know, because I think these guys both have a lot of potential. And so excited to see how these guys play going forward. But kind of sad that Tufty didn't get to get very many minutes in his first appearance on the NHL stage. Coming up next, we will talk about uh, a little bit more about this win and talking about how great it actually is for Dallas um, to have this first regulation win under their belt. But before we do all that, I want to take a moment and say thank you to another sponsor of today's episode, and that is Built Bar. I absolutely love Thanksgiving and Christmas time. The two of my favorite holidays, um, just because of the time of year, you get to see family, you get to see friends, but also you get to eat some delicious food. But unfortunately, some of our favorite desserts are filled with tons of sugar and calories. That's just not good for us at the end of the day, folks. But it's a perfect time for built bars. Built bars are the new holiday dessert. You can feast on something delicious and feel good about it. One slice of pie is upwards of 300 calories, and that's on the low end more often than not. Most built bars are only 130 calories with only four grams of sugar with plenty of protein. So replace that coconut cream pie with coconut built bar or go for a raspberry built bar instead of that raspberry pie. Lots of great flavors to replace any pie. And there's nothing quite like Built Bar Black Friday. So mark your calendar because Black Friday will be huge on Built.com. You can go to Built.com right now and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. To close out today's episode of Lockdown Stars, I want to take a moment and just kind of walk through some of uh, what Joe Pavelski and Anton Hudobin had to say about the team getting their first regulation win of the season. So let's go ahead and tune into that audio right now. Yeah, it's been a while. You know, it's been a while since we've played with the lead in the end and wanting to keep pushing, wanting to build on it. Um, you know, great shift by the guys after we had scored them to come right back and answer. That was just... You know, there was a little bit different mindset, a little bit more urgency to go at these guys tonight. I, you know, don't get ahead of ourselves. Understand what, what wins in this league and, you know, wanting to go forecheck, wanting to go into some hard areas, wanting to sacrifice a little bit more in, you know, certain parts of the game to set us up in, in other areas. So, you know, it's one, we, we understand we can't get it all back in a, in a week. Um, we just got to keep keep going out there and focusing on, you know, what we're doing day by day. It's always, it's always great to, uh, to get the win. Um, you know, everybody, well, everybody got to talk about the first regulation win and stuff like that. Yes, it is. It's always important, but uh, we can enjoy today. We'll have a bit more, you know, come back and work again. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be pretty fast. And there you have it from two of the veteran guys on this roster, um, guys that, you know, were in the Stanley Cup this time last year. 
uh, you know, on how it feels to finally get this regulation one under their belt. Um, and they seem happy with the win. They, they seem, you know, like it's satisfied. I don't know. If, no, no, I won't say satisfied, um, but they seem. Um, yeah, well, let's just say happy with the win. Um, you know, I, th- I think that they're glad that they finally have that out of their way. So that way there's not that narrative around the team anymore. Um, but there's still, you know, a lot to do, but there's a lot of good to build on from this regulation win, from this huge blowout win over the Philadelphia Flyers. Um, but I, you know, I think it was interesting that no one at the podium and, and you know, Rupe and Coach Bonus were also asked about this as well. Um, and there didn't seem, you know, really no one was too overjoyed about the win. You know, I think everyone was happy with it. Um, you know, I think everyone was was happy um, and satisfied with how the team performed in that game um, as a whole. But I think I think it's a good thing to see, you know, that these guys um, obviously, you know, you play the game to win. Um, but getting one regulation win in November um, isn't quite the the reason why these guys are playing. You know, these guys are playing to get to the Stanley Cup playoffs and to, you know, in all reality, get to the Stanley Cup finals and win at the Stanley Cup finals. Um, and so this, you know, is a small step in that direction. And I, I think it says a lot about these guys that, you know, they're they're glad that this win happened, that they're glad that, you know, they snagged two crucial points um, that's going to help them stay in the fight in the central division for a little bit. Um, but, you know, I think they all recognize that there's still work to be done, um, both in improving the team, but also just in winning more games. Um, you know, these guys talked about getting back to work and staying consistent um, and not taking steps backwards. Uh, and so I think that's going to be huge for this team going forward. Um, you know, just knowing that the season is a grind and they, they gotta, they gotta buckle in and, and, you know, Dobby said it, you know, it's not going to be easy. It's going to be hard. Um, it, it's a challenge. And so I'm excited to see how the Dallas stars, you know, take this challenge head on because they need to string together, um, several more wins like this, especially over these next few games against Detroit. And then they'll travel to play Minnesota. They'll play teams like Edmonton, Colorado, uh, you know, got teams like that, uh, St. Louis coming, coming up very, very soon. Um, teams that are very, very good. And if you don't bring your A game, you could lose and potentially even get blown out. And a lot of these games will be coming at home in the American Airlines Center. Um, and that, I know that's the last thing the Dallas Stars want to do is lose at home um, because that's the place where, where they need to really grab some of these these big wins and get two points from some of these really, really good teams in the National Hockey League. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Be sure to tune in tomorrow for a full preview of Dallas's next game against the Detroit, Detroit Red Wings. Um, that's always so hard for me to say, and I have no idea why, but be sure to tune in for a preview of that game. Lots to talk about. There should be a very, very exciting matchup against the team that we saw a ton of last season because of the division realignments. But thank you again for making Locked On Stars your first listen of the day. Now go make your second listen of the day, the Locked On Bets podcast, your daily one-stop shop for all your sports gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Be sure to subscribe and follow the show. Tell your friends about the show. Leave a review if you like what you hear. Also, be sure to go subscribe on YouTube as well. The channel is continuing to grow, and it's very, very exciting stuff. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at Dane double underscore Lewis. That's at D-A-N-E two underscores L-E-W-I-S. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Locked on Stars. But that's going to do it for today's episode, and we will see you back here tomorrow. Have a wonderful day, Stars fans.